Okay, man's recording. Are you ready? Always. Let's run the thing. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy DJ Bradshaw, and welcome to my first podcast. I am joined with the one like DJ Two Four Seven, my bro. How are yes. you doing? Not too bad, Bradshaw. How are you doing yourself? Are you good? I'm all good, man. I mean, considering I'm all good. Yeah, man. Th- this guy DJ Two Four Seven, he is some serious business. You know, this guy is. <laughs> to take over the scene <laughs> but the scene i mean fitness djing which is what i do this guy man just watch this space especially in south london and all them places there <laughs> this two four sevens about to be there you know what i'm saying yeah they're gonna they're gonna see me y'all gonna see me <laughs> um yeah bro how's uh how's things boy things could be things could be better but things could be worse at the same time do you know what i mean true, true, so true. yeah man actually do you know what when i actually look at it like things are actually going pretty well like the lockdown hasn't actually been all that bad it's been really really good especially with a lot of people doing like your home workouts and you know what i mean yep. you've got people There's doing a lot a of massive home explosion fitness, in that. a massive, massive which i think's really good do you know what i mean i think it's like yeah. a lot of the time like some people struggle with the gym and stuff because it's like getting yourself down there but now all you've got to do is clear some space in your house. Do you know 100%. what I mean? You can fling on Instagram, Revolutionary, YouTube, Facebook. Definitely. And and that, for me, I think is a good, good thing. Especially with the whole thing of like this whole walking stuff. Now, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm on my drive. I'm driving all around London and all that kind of stuff. But recently, obviously, there's been no way to drive. So I've been finding myself walking a lot, which is wicked because one, I can do my fitness and whatnot. But even more so, I can see things that I never saw before. When you're always driving or you're in a bus or you're in a train or your bike or whatever, you're always moving fast. When you slow it down a little bit, you can start to see more things. You're like, oh, I didn't know that was there. Oh, my days. It's that been <laughs> yeah, there all this time. Like, yeah, there's, loads, there's loads of positives. So 100%, that, man, that, all of those things there is what is really good about the lockdown. And you know what? The weather's not been too bad. That's, I think, that's a major, major, major that's positive. That's been a plus. That's been a plus. Because mm-hmm. I think... Definitely. Um, yeah. Especially yeah. for us DJs, this lockdown's been very different because, uh, again, as DJs, we're very much hands-on. We're very much... We go out, we do fully, this, we do that. Fully. So for us... We have had to think of ways and things of keeping ourselves going and, and keeping our fan base happy and all that sort of stuff, which is in some ways a challenge, but in some ways it's a very good challenge because you're saying, right, what can I do that I know that this DJ hasn't done or that this DJ won't do? Yes, it's keeping people on their toes. That's another thing as well, 100%. which I think is really, really good. It's like I know what you've been seeing as well, Brad, so it's all over like Instagram. Look how much DJs are getting live Instagram now. is mad. Instagram Crazy. is and place. Friday and Saturday <laughs> are just ridiculous. Like after my party workout, I go into my Instagram. I'm like, whoa. And it's like, I'm, you know when you've never seen so much live? Like, I need to swipe uh, yeah, far yeah. before <laughs> I can see someone's story. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I've done that. Is that, what, is that what's going on? But it, it, but I get it, I get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's no more radio. Well, some people are still doing radio. Radio sessions are still open and doing but their also, thing. also, radio's changed as well. This is not sponsored, but I'm going to big up Flex FM. But I know that now, all their DJs are, like, streaming from the yard. Which, obviously, if you didn't know, I play on Siren Radio in every Sunday, 12 to 3, you know, Siren Sunday, hashtag. Make sure you lock on to that. Yes, lock on. Complete multi-genre, everything. We literally play everything. Um, I, I play Karma Chameleon on Sunday, like, like. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. That's a banger, though. That's a banger, 100%, 100%. Yeah, so we um, we have DJs all over the world. So we stream from our studio spaces or from our houses, pretty much. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of, as I said, like Flex FM, all their DJs are now streaming from home. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that's going to be revolutionary. Because, you know, if I was a DJ, well-known DJ here, and I moved to America, and I still want to play on Flex FM, mm-hmm. if I've got a decent enough Wi-Fi, a camera, you know, a, a mixer, listen, I, I can stream anywhere. That is, that, that's, that's the positive. But there's the one thing I do say is that when I was coming up as a DJ, there was something about going to a studio. Which we will get into. We will get into. Yeah. 
there was something about going to a studio, going to, like, I remember when I was coming up, pirate radio station, like, in your mind, I remember when I was young, listening to radio, and in your, in your head, you're like, I can't wait until I'm going to be on radio. And you've got this <laughs> vision of what the studio yeah, 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 looks yeah. like and whatever. Obviously, studios now are more like that, but back then, it was just, you come into a house, it would be, like, some decks on the kitchen, on the kitchen work surface. You're like, is this, is this the, is this the studio? They're like, yeah. <laughs> and you, you see the phone number, some little Nokia. You're like, so this is the number one. They're like, text in, yeah, man. Oh, seven nine. <laughs> <laughs> Takes in the dick, but yeah, yeah so, but that's that's the one thing that's going to be missing because I know like a lot of radios are going to be doing that because they don't have to rent space no more, they don't need to yep. buy equipment no more, mm-hmm. so it saves a lot of money. But for DJs, sometimes it is nice to get out of your space and go and DJ yeah. somewhere different. And again, I, mean? I know for me, when I'm not staying elsewhere on a Sunday morning, I pretty much roll out of bed, jump in the shower, lock into DJ Simply E who plays before me on a Sunday morning. And then by 12 o'clock, I'm ready to, I'm ready to play. Like, and then after that, I just turn everything off and just enjoy the rest of my Sunday. So I don't really have the problem or the experience of having to go to the studio, plan out your day and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is, is, is different, but again, it's revolutionary because talking about us DJs and revolutionizing things, how did, did lockdown affect you at the start? At the start, I think the main thing was the bookings. When the bookings started getting cancelled, that was peak because obviously the social distancing made it that parties couldn't yeah, really real happen. Now. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's real. Like they're not that like, there's no having no gatherings, there's no parties, no day parties, no no fitness events, nope, 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 nope. And I was like, okay, so what does that mean for us? And then after that, when the phone call started, the phone started ringing and the text messages and the emails, the cancelled gigs, the council like, parties. Damn, this is real, man. This yeah, that's real. when I was like, okay, now it's affecting my pocket. Like, you know, like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, what's gonna happen what's gonna happen that i ain't gonna lie there was a couple of days of panic like literally there was a couple of days on yeah, that I get you. And, and i think a lot of it's never happened. the same thing yeah it's never happened like in our time it's never nothing like this on this scale has ever happened yeah so yeah yeah you're like what w- okay what what happened do i um do you know what i mean like that yeah. sort of kicked in and, and i asked dj all right what do we do because again right at the start we were talking about things like instagram live and stuff mm-hmm. djs weren't already straight on that instagram live thing because nah, we nah. were I know for me, I had a few fitness events and stuff. And I was just like, well, that's gone. So apart from me making monthly mixes for like instructors, what else is there for me to do? Yeah, yeah. If I can't go out and DJ anymore. Can't go to the club. You can't go to... What what are you going to do? What happens? What are you going to do? So then it comes to a thing, okay. Which is hard. Very hard. Because then you say to yourself, like, especially if that this is your bread and butter. Bread and butter every day. Okay, cool. You've lost all your gigs for the next six weeks, which is a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? So then you're thinking, yeah. okay, cool. How am I going to replace that? All right. So usually, like, okay, if you've, got, if you've got people that you're making mixes for, stuff like, like what you're doing, then great. But if you haven't got that, then what are you going to do? Because you have to be with crowd. If you don't have things like monthly mixes... Which for me, I'm lucky because I know a lot of people that love the work that I do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they're always in the running. They're like, oh, have you got a new mix this month? And I'm like, yes, it's coming, like 100%. And that I'm grateful for because, again, things like this, it allows me to still make that extra piece. It allows me to still have some normality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know you did do some, like, not monthly mixes, but mixes for PTs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like special that requests. That wasn't or, like, no, or it's regular, like, was uh, a thing that I'm actually fully doing, do you know what I mean? But it was something that came in, there was a few bookers that came through for fitnesses that needed, like, you know, their own special mixes and whatnot, which I did do for them. But thinking about, like, uh, just, you know, you're just your everyday DJ that is used to, like, clubs and just some parties, 
I don't. Yeah. And then you're going to, a lot of them are like, once again, they're going on Instagram live and you know, it's free. They'll do it and it's free. They might do it two or three times a week when before them playing two or three times a week would have made them this much money. But now it's literally just to keep them in people's minds really and truly. And yeah, 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 to, yeah. Just so you don't forget someone because the, you can, you can, right, right now you can forget your favorite DJ easy. If you haven't seen your favorite DJ for the last easy. couple of weeks and then you, you know, you go on Instagram live and you're seeing other people, then you're like, my, you know what, challenge. I like this guy. And then now when the club's back open, You've lost your fans, so it's peak. It's the challenge, especially mm. for us. With I'm not going to say trying to stay relevant, but it's a more trying to stay in the loop, trying to stay active. Yeah, try, try, trying to stay active. Active is the one, definitely. It, if you see all of these DJs doing Instagram Live and you're some people's like favourite DJ, like their go-to DJ, and you're not doing that, then people are going to be like... You're going to lose. Why are you not doing yeah, that? Yeah, you're going to... Because you're, you're, not, you're, not your, you're not feeding your fans, you're not feeding your audience. And if you don't, there will be someone else that will feed them and then before you know it. 100%. Yeah. It's weird because like DJing, obviously I've been DJing for about three years now. It's DJing is so crazy. Like one minute you can have, you can be DJing every weekend, getting all these, these hundreds and hundreds of pounds and the next minute you're doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that happens. That's exactly what happened to you. Seasonal, here. seasonal. Yeah, they are. Hundred percent, definitely. But for us, you're you're on the come up of the fitness DJing. Yeah, yeah. And so, so am I. But as in, so me when obviously we'll get into how we met. But me when I first saw you, and I'm thinking, this guy is fitness DJ. Like th- this guy's serious, like mm-hmm. serious fitness, like a good fitness DJ as well. So when you look at it, DJs have you said it was seasonal. So normally around maybe May or June time, that's when the bookings for summer and the end of the year yeah. start coming in. Yes, definitely. Unless you've got the people having their birthday parties and stuff, which people are not going to really have a birthday party every single year. Mm -hmm. So especially in the January, February, and maybe March, that's when the bookings are pretty much low. Because obviously just after Christmas and all that stuff. So Just after Christmas, definitely. Obviously, if if, if you guys are listening and you totally disagree with me, tell me like, like DM me in the comments or something like that. Like, let me know your opinion. But I think that, Let's say the first half of the year is probably least active time for a DJ, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So, well, for your general DJ, that's that's the thing. Yes. So for us DJs, January, February, March is the is the prime getting back to the gym time and having fitness event time and that's live where we classes win. And so that's where we win. So being a multi-genre and fitness DJ, that you, you're it's you're win. winning. It's it's all year round because it's all. You just took the words out of my mouth. It's all year round. You've got Christmas parties, you've got birthday parties. Then when it gets dead in January, you've got your welcome back gym parties. You've got your uh, food fitness events, yep. east, north, south, west. That's it. Crawley here, there, and all, all everywhere. 100%. And because like there's not like there's a few fitness DJs, there, but there's not a lot, not not to disrespect them, but there's not a lot of good fitness DJs out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So which makes it mainstream. So that we're very sought after. Like we're we're very top of people's pecking yeah. will be yeah, yeah, yeah. in their top three choices. Do you know 100%. what I mean? And if they can't, it'll be because we're booked with someone else. But that is brilliant for us. Brilliant for us. So in this mm-hmm. time, it's really weird because normally, you know, if there's no birthday parties, then there's fitness events. There's no fitness events, then there's birthday parties. But now they're both yeah. gone. So now we're like um, mixes, live streams, guest appearances on brands, um, yeah. private DJing for people that are having private workout groups, you know, exclusive things is where mm. is what that's what we're trying to do. I know me, I'm done some DJing for some some private uh, workout groups that are trying to have more of an entertainment thing. Um, party workout, 
I, I had to, I had to get to it. Tell me <laughs> what is the famous two for seven party workout? Right. So the famous two for seven party workout. This is the one thing, like I said, about using the lockdown thing as positives, like we was talking about earlier. Changing the game and changing being game. adaptable. That's the main thing. Changing. When change happens, there's two types of people. There's people that will crumble and fall and stress, and there'll be people that will adapt to the change and then just change shape and keep moving in the right direction. So preach for the people them. <laughs> so party workout started because obviously I'm on my own fitness journey myself. Do you know what I'm saying? So as I'm doing that, it's a great place for me to be inside the fitness world because it keeps me motivated, it keeps me within the scene and it keeps my mind sort of on what I'm on myself as well. So when the gyms and everything closed up, I was thinking to myself, wow, I was doing all that DJing, I was in CrossFit, I was in pure gyms, fitness first. I don't know if there's a gym I didn't touch. You were everywhere. Like, you were everywhere. Listen, head over to at 247 Pop-Up and at DJ247 on Instagram. Just scroll a little bit and you see the amount of things that this guy's doing. This guy's doing, because obviously gyms is like seven days a week. So you're doing Monday and Tuesday and then you're doing Thursday and Friday and then Saturday. Then the next week you're doing the whole week and then the next week you're just doing one but then the next week you're doing the whole week. Like, yeah, it, it, is, it, it was, was crazy to, to look at your feed and just write. So just mm-hmm. to speak to you on the phone and you're like, yeah, I'm on the way to this one and I've got this one tomorrow. And then on a Friday night, I'm popping up in a gym. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? yeah. Like, yeah, it was, it was, mad. It was mad. mad. It was mad. But it was good though. It was good because it was a, a new thing that started up. I hit the ground sprinting everywhere, 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 everywhere. Lockdown came. <laughs> That all got cut off like literally in an instant. And I thought, I thought out of the whole main thing, the one thing I was I was worried about was my own personal fitness. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I was thinking to myself, all right, we're going to go on lockdown. So we're going to stay at home. So we're not going to go gym. I haven't got gym equipment at home. I haven't got no, you know, like some people got like stretch bands, all these yep. gym Resistance, equipment at home. So they stuff. can, narrow, yeah, they can, they can sort of, you know, make up something pretty good at home. But at the time I was panicking. I was thinking, right, I ain't got nothing. And I was thinking to myself, oh, don't tell me I'm just going to sit here and just waste all my Last four or five months in the gym, all the effort that I put in, all of that stuff I've been doing, it's just going to go back and I'm just going to pile on the pounds. And it's going to, I was like, no, 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 no. So I thought, okay, cool. What can I do to continue doing what I was doing in the gyms? Plus at the same time, still work on my fitness. And then um, I just thought, oh, do you know what I'm going to do? A, I'm going to try and do still DJ, but usually I would always DJ with a PT. That's what we do. Yeah. Right? Again, that's fitness DJing, you know, I rock up at a class. Do. I perform a set while an instructor's there teaching the class. So there's no fitness event. There's no PT. So we're just the DJ. There's no PT. So that was the problem. I remember saying to myself, is there any way a PT could come and we could do something together? So locked, I DJ. Yeah, lockdown. So no locked one's coming up. to no one's houses. No one's moving. No one's doing nothing. And I was thinking, if I can't call a PT. Let me become one. <laughs> literally. And I said to myself, I want to become one this week because I haven't got time to do a course, a PT course. So do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just turn into a PT. All right, cool. So this is what we're going to do, guys. Everyone get ready and squats. Let's go. Do you know what I mean? And it just literally happened like that. That is literally how it happened. The good thing is, is that, uh, don't get me wrong, you say you're not a qualified PT. As far as I know, you're not. Yeah. So before you get anyone that's like oh this guy's teaching us when he's not a pt he is only teaching a worker that he's doing himself yeah it's a worker that i just do so i'm just showing it as into if people want to take part feel free do you so know what if, I mean? if someone is watching you're just watching this guy dj uh, it's so, sort of like an interval training so you yes. do your set and then you go and dj but then you just tell if anyone else is doing a workout they can carry on which yeah, again yeah, yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. is crazy it's my it's literally my it's because i had no choice i said to myself I, I'm a DJ, so I can't play a playlist. That that doesn't yeah. work for a DJ. I can't just have 
my decks playing. DJs, you understand that. You can't have decks. They, DJs, mix. not that just play a mix. Yeah, that, yeah, that, my brain, that. even the thought of it, I'm getting a headache even thinking about it. I'm do you know what I mean? Like, we don't, man. I'm sweating. No way. It's just wrong. It's yeah. just wrong. So, so then I said to myself, you know what? We're, just, we're gonna do DJ and we're gonna do PT. We're gonna do DJ and we're gonna do PT. We're gonna do DJ. Gonna, that's what we're gonna do. I know it's a bit mad. I know it's a bit, it's a bit abstract. I know it's probably not right, but let's just do it and see what happens. And here we are. And that's what you six did. Six weeks later six on episode weeks. six. So head over to YouTube. Make sure you go and check. The feedback it. has been good though. The feedback's been amazing. Like, and the thing is as well, like I'm trying to just focus on as long as I can hit one or two or three other people that are on the same sort of mindset on fitness journey and trying to get someone with their fitness goals if i can do a little 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 something to help them and they can join in with the party workout as far as i'm concerned it's that's a major success so see the link so this should be going up on youtube the link to 247 pop-up youtube page will be down below yeah. in the description we'll have my instagram we'll have the one in the 247 instagram or shall i say both of your instagrams <laughs> i mean we can have all three if you want like you know because I mean? <laughs> because this guy's got like two identities but don't worry we will get into the into the juicy yeah, details another story another yeah all of that will be in the description if you want to go follow me on instagram thank you very much if you want to go follow him on instagram i'm sure he would appreciate it definitely and they should come down to the fitness they, they, anyone that's listening here if you've got any fitness shows or anything follow each one of us we've got some amazing pts that we work with like whether it is that you like fight club boxing whatever it is that you're There's into loads. we've got some amazing loads, loads like unstoppable dancing like literally them, we we, we work with um oh, we, we work with legendary so that there's dancing there's, there's um like drum and bass workouts or if again if you didn't know yeah, yeah. i'm predominantly when i do fitness i'm either playing drum jungle drum and bass or garage and funky house so yeah we, we've got tons of that music which is music that i love as well as high energy high energy so yeah if, mm-hmm. if you're interested in starting in fitness or in widening your people if that fitness makes sense horizon. Yeah. yeah 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 sort of like branching out if, if you're interested interested in trying different things and or, or even trying out new instructors um just dm me or dm the one and only 247 and we can guide you like i can easily hit you up with three four five different instructors definitely and they're in different areas yeah as well. so wherever you are just let us know your location what kind of things you're interested in once they see our pages but they'll know and then um yeah anything that you don't want to get involved in get involved one thing i will definitely say is get involved it's fun try it's it brilliant try it. it makes you feel good it's high energy um, you won't even know you're working out before you know it after a couple of weeks. It's more like a race. It's literally it's like, more a, like race. a race. And then the, like, just the fact that you get a workout out of it is just a, a super added bonus. And it's value for money. 100%. So, man, yeah, check it out, guys. Check it out. Come in. We'd love to see you. Also, if you're interested, we can we can get some PTs or some fitness instructors on the podcast. Yes. We can get them to talk to them, get them to speak about what they do. They can, uh, these are DJs that, um, sorry, not DJs, PTs that we've worked with. So they can talk about our experiences with them. Yeah, if you're interested, just hit us up a DM or just go to our Instagram. Loads of tags and everything in there. So yeah, let's get into DJ247. Like, let's get into your mind. Let's get into your background. Delve deep into 247. Let's go, let's go. 247. 247 is, the name really stems from when I first started DJing, when I was young, I used to DJ at... Uh, I love this story. I love this story. When I was at, <laughs> at my... Um, literally, I think it was year nine. And do you know, do you know, do you know what? The, the first, first part of it that you didn't know about, there was a, <laughs> my friend, yeah, we was having an argument in English and he was saying that he could DJ better than me. Now, bearing in mind, I've never DJed in my life, but I don't like saying... <laughs> 
I can't do something. So it was obviously it's all testosterone. It's a boy's school. We're like you can't. I'm like I'm a better DJ than you. He's like, I'm a better DJ than you. No, you're rubbish. I'm what better DJ than you? My, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. old conversation. Anyways, like, all right, come to my house. We're gonna have a clash. I was like, okay, let's. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in. Come on in. Come on in. Anyway, cut long story short, went to his house. I was rubbish. Everyone saw I was rubbish. But even still, touching the decks and all that kind of stuff kind of got me excited. Get a feel for a it. A couple of weeks. Yeah, do you know what I mean? A couple of weeks later, obviously listening to loads of radio and stuff. So I've been following DJs and MCs for years. And then um, a couple of weeks later, I go to my other friend's house and he had decks set up in his house. And I'm like, I want, I want to learn. Like, I want to, I want to learn how to play with these things. So we was mucking about for weeks, 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 months, months, months. Um, one time his dad got us a little recorder, so we recorded a set all excited and hype like yeah we're gonna be the next you know superstar djs and whatever and then um recorded a little recorded a little set went home played the set came back to my mates house the next day and i was just like bro we're rubbish bro like, <laughs> like we are fully crap like we are 100 percent. we're clanging we're doing all those things that you're not supposed to do as a dj so like, um funny enough like you had a neighbor further up like big up jay I like, man, I know Jay from old school. Old time Jay. Big up yourself. Old Jay. Big up yourself. If it wasn't for you, I don't know. I don't even know. There, I don't even there know. There may but not anyway. be a 247 if it wasn't there for Jay. There may not Lord be. Jay. There may not be. Do you know what I mean? He would love to hear that. It's them specific people, though, that, yeah, you know. little people along without, the way. Without that little bit of advice or something like that. Little something. It might not have happened. Don't even know. So, so he was like, just told us about the. Old time Jay. Speak up, Jay. Chat to Jay. Jay's the man. So he was, he was showing us about counting beats and like, you got to count. Cause we was just top speed. Decks were on high speed, just flicking the cross straight and just, just having fun, but not knowing yeah, what yeah. we was doing. But he was the one that told us the bit of just the basic science behind DJ and just counting beats. And that alone changed the game. And then from there, we just started developing our skills and, um, just got into his house every day, mixing every day. And one time his mum said, um, oh, yo, all you do is play on those decks, like the 247, you're on those decks, 247, you're on those decks. And I was thinking to myself, I am. Yes, I am on his desk 24. That's my name. That's my DJ name. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's 247. You told me that you were you were an MC before that. I was originally an MC. So even when we was having that argument in that English class, because it was all MC lyrics and bars, and he was a DJ, and he couldn't have an MC battle. So it was like, I'll crash you on, crash you on decks. I was like, I'll mess you up on decks. These times I've never touched decks in my life. Yeah. But even still, even that clash, like little things, big up Jason as well, big up Jason. Even him, when he, when I went to his house and I thought, ah, oh. and I remember I, I left it up until I was standing by the decks before I told everyone in the room, I don't know what none of these things are. What is this? The only thing, the only thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in them times, yeah, like nowadays, if you did DJ, you just talk to the sound man, be like, hey, yo, just run this mix for me, innit? Like, I'll just pretend I'm Run, doing it. Yeah, quickly. But them days, there was no orcs, like, nothing like that, innit? <laughs> nah, none of that. It's all turntable shit. There's no turn CD, tables. there's no sync. Turntables. 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 Twelve tens, and, and turntables. Records, 12 tens bro. Like, <laughs> re- vinyl. So, yeah, man. Original MC from way clash. back. MC Ace. Man, like, MC Ace, yeah. MC Ace. So, you, um, yeah. you had this clash. You, Jay, from, like, Two Doors Down or however... He yep. he helped you, I'm guessing. Yeah, man. Just told, told, told us the, the, the little county beats. And then from there, man, we was, me and my friend was rocking and rolling, rocking and rolling, like literally. Like, yeah, from there, we was like, yeah, we started getting a little just a back to back thing, innit? Mixing, 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 back to back every day, every, 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 every day. And that's, that's where the name foundation starts from. And funnily enough, it's like it's a, not even a curse. It's just like, I, I still hold the name now because I don't stop. 
It's like a... You don't stop. He actually I does don't not stop. stop. I, I don't stop. Like He is on the goal 24-7. On the goal 24-7. You have to be on something. And I, I use it as a positive once again. As you go, They're going to know about me. I'm very, very positive. I have to be positive. And the 247 is still sticks to the same these days. Don't stop what you're doing. And even once you, there's no such thing as an end. Kick, find a new. And even once you get there, adapt. Adapt something new. Change it. Move it around. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. For me, that's what keeps me alive. I feel like if I was to feel like I got to an end of anything and then stop, I think I would just wither away. But I think what keeps me up and up is the fact that I just keep going every day. New ideas. What can be done? Yep. Keep going. Keep going. What can I do better? How can I upgrade? How can I do? Just like when you was talking about the other DJs, how can I do better than that person? How can I do better than that person? But I say the best person that you should be every day is yourself. Like if you can look at your, yourself yesterday and say, all right, I'm in competition with the yesterday me. How can I top him? And I don't want to top him a bit. I want to top him properly. So you top them again. If you do that every single day, where you'll be in the next three or four years will be ridiculous. So that's the reason why. And you know what? So I know that you do youth work. Yeah, man. I work with the young people. So everything you just preached, I can just imagine you saying that to a, like, a class of like 13 year olds. So if you didn't know, yeah. this guy does like youth work and stuff like that. So often I mean, we'll get into a topic and it just comes out. Yeah, it just comes out. Youth is going to come out. <laughs> to get where you want to be, you have to do this. Negativity like, is not you know the way. So I might have to get like a preach count in every podcast. I'm gonna have to say the words preach. Like, like we'll, we'll just get like a little counter there or something. I've probably said preach, <laughs> preach like four count. times already. Yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yes, you learn how to DJ, and then you were you were in sound clashes with with other people. I'm guessing. Yeah, but back then there was a lot of that. Like that was a lot of the uh, like youth clubs days. and stuff, innit? Yeah, youth clubs. Like so, I was DJing in like little youth clubs and stuff like that. And um, what was brilliant is that when I do because I was DJing in, they started doing like a little under eighteen sort of like party, and that was like my first promotion. You got to think like when you're in year ten and your name's on a flyer, you're virtually a celebrity. Yes, yes, yes. A celebrity. Yeah. Like, yeah, look, my DJ name. Look there, I am. For me, obviously, I'm 15, so I've been DJing for three years. So I'm 12, and so probably my late, late 13, maybe early 14, I started to get in on like fitness flyers and started DJing in these these big venues with loud yeah. sound systems. And my uh, my parents have been doing a lot of they, they've met a lot of fitness people and have been in that sort of they know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So for me to be going to the events to then be DJing at the events with all these instructors and PTs that I look up to, I'm just like, this is mental. Like, yeah, that like, must have been, that must have been mad. That some, must have been crazy. I know a, a lot of people um, think different, but for me, I'm like, I look up to these, these instructors. And I, and I remember like when I was starting, I've always been around drum and bass. So Fight Club, which is what my parents have done for like 10 years now, I've always been around it. In 2014, mm-hmm. I was taking pictures with General Levy and MB and Rena May, and I, I, I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> oh, General Levy! So then and I they are him. big names, bro. Like, like they're big names, like big. I names. met him two years after that, and I was like, "Right, you're like Mr. Incredible." And then I met him two days after, uh, sorry, two years after that. So I met yeah. him three times within the space of six years, and obviously, from the first time I met him to the most recent time I met him, mm-hmm. my growth in the DJing has been a lot so now I understand a lot more and stuff like that so I'm like when I met him and I was like yo yeah. general what's going on bro like like what are you saying and we were just talking about things and I'm like yeah so now I'm, I'm I'm DJing I'm doing like drum and bass and stuff like that like your tune I can play it 
and everyone will go crazy. Everyone and I, go nuts. And I'm the best DJ in the like. I'm the mm-hmm. best DJ. Like, so if if I was to speak to someone else, like that doesn't really that's not really in to that like, jungle and drum and bass. They're like, oh, have you met any famous people? I'm like, yeah, I've met General Levy, and they're like, ooh, and I'm like, Ali G, Wicked Wicked. They're like, oh, it's here. <laughs> so it's it's just relating things, but to see the growth and stuff like that. But even on myself, like I was looking at other videos, old videos the other day, and I'm like, I came from this, from yeah. from, from little decks on little stereo speakers, and now I'm flipping, running pioneers and the 15 inch active systems and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think w- when you were saying it, it made a lot of sense because as yeah. much as it was you was using vinyl and stuff like that, for me that was recent. Like, yeah, I was yeah. In the come up, I'm still in the come up. Like I'm trying, I'm grinding and working and stuff like that. So to see from where you've come from to now where I'm going, it, it makes it, sense. It makes you can so see it's clear as day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you did youth clubs and then when, I'm guessing you started on radio. Yeah, there was a few radio stations, but I know it was a, because back then it was all about pirate radio stations. There was Freak FM, Mission FM. If anyone that's listening to this podcast knows any of the stations I just mentioned, you're a G. <laughs> but, um, because <laughs> you, you, you are serious. You grew up in like, Holloway, like Islington, like yeah, sort of Holloway, yeah, North London, yes, yes, yes. Islington was my stomping ground, Highbury. So that's a, that's kind of oh, where the that's up. where the, the come up really happened. That was that's where the come up happened. So we was doing a lot of like little radios, you know, little um underrating parties. Then we started obviously once we got older, we started doing some of the older parties. It was fun. Like it, well, I remember one thing I do remember it, that those are like the fun, fun, most funnest times. It's because you felt like you was. It, it wasn't a hobby. Uh, sorry. It, it it wasn't a job, it was a hobby. Yes, and you was getting paid for it. Do you know what I mean? You saying that, I feel it because people go, are, are you bored of DJing? I'm like, you know what? If I'm DJing at home on my own seven days a week, obviously I'm going to get a little bored because it's the same thing. But if I'm playing seven different venues yeah. in a week, totally, totally different. why would I get bored? Totally different as, energy, yeah. as soon as the first hour's gone, yeah. the last two... It's not true. Once you start, it's fun, yeah. Even when you get hit with a long set time, as soon as you start the set time, that's it. You get hit with, oh, I'm going to do what, a three-hour set. Okay, three-hour set. Oh, I've got it's going to be long. As soon as the first hour's gone, the, 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 the whole set's done. And you're like, you said three hours. They're like, yeah, you've done three hours. I'm like, no, I haven't. I've done, oh, my God, I've done three hours. But you, in your mind, you're like, I'm just, it's just so, I'm having so much fun and whatnot. Like, it's a, it's a hobby, just, not a chore. And, and slip, nah, I from. live by that as well. Like when I'm DJing, mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, in my head, I'm going, if I ever get bored, then I'm doing something wrong because I love this. Like, this is what I want to do. I could be doing a lot worse, but this is what I want to do. If I ever get bored, then I need to do something. Stop it. Yeah. But then also in my head, I'm thinking I'm never going to get bored, yeah. which... You, you've been in the industry for a while, so I'm, you've never got bored, I'm guessing. Nah, nah, never. For us DJs, it's new things. Like, like even um, I spoke to a few people and they just changed the radio station they were on and then they sort of rekindled their relationship with DJ. Yeah, it gives them a new, a new lease of life, definitely. Exactly. So, definitely. all right, swiftly moving on. So you're doing sound clashes and then you move on to radio and then I'm guessing that that's going to be doing clubs as well. Yeah, I was doing like loads of like clubs, uh, Coliseum, a lot of clubs in the East, South, South London, Vauxhall, uh, Hidden, and these clubs are gone now. And they were like some of the most like, you know, the biggest sort of clubs like at the time. Did you ever play Opera House? I played Opera House once, you know. I did play Opera House once in Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My sister, big up yourself, Kaylee, love you. Oh, nice Bradshaw. <laughs> in it, in it. Big up, big up, in sis. It. Big up, sis. She used to rave in Opera House with her friends like almost every weekend. 
I like, did, did you ever play Rudolph's? I played Rudolph's once because I remember before it used to be, a, it was a very Bashman style club. Because she's, she's yeah. very much, she loves Bashman. Partly the reason why I love Bashman so much it's because every Friday we used yeah, to listen to yeah. Pulse FM. Um, Dizzy D, he used to play. He used to play four till six. So Chloe, my, my other sister, for us, I used to come home from mm-hmm. primary school these days. Like I was very young, and it, we used to be like Vibes Cartel, Mavado. Every like he used to play two hours of Bashman every Friday, mm-hmm. and that was our rave. And then my sister used to go out on the Friday night, two of us, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So and, those little things, and as you say, yeah, there are little man, things definitely. that you, you connect with. So you know, like the drum and bass and the fitness like, that my parents have done. Like my sister going to places like Opera House and loving Bashment. Now I love Bashment. So um, yeah, man. But you, you, so you, you've been doing it a while, then, isn't oh, it? Bruv, I've, I've, and that was we're still talking a long time ago. Was this like? Late nineties, early. Nah, this was like this was like this is like two thousand and three, four. Pretty much like fifteen, about fifteen years ago ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. But fifteen years is a while. Like, oh yeah, that's a long time. You've been doing this thing for for a while. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So in, I'm actually very curious. I might know the answer, but in them times, was you playing? Everything, or was you just playing like specific? Because obviously, vinyl, you had pretty much a specific selection. So back then it was garage. A lot of it was that was like my thing. Garage. That was yeah. that was that's that's where it was at, and it was cool as well because when you, it's very different now because when you buy tunes now you just go onto your laptop and order some tracks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the day you'd go to a record shop, and this what was really good about going to a record shop is that you got to chat to DJs that you used to listen to. So you might be in a, re- a record shop, and there'll be some guy standing behind you, but you don't know because obviously radio you don't see nobody. So then later on you will hear the guy come from the shop kind of like ah. Oh, DJ, whatever, whatever. And you'd be like, oh my God, is that? And then all DJs, you should just come to, because that's where they come to drop off their records to sell or they come to pick up records to play. So if you were just in a record shop, you would meet almost any name or anyone you've heard of, you would definitely meet in a record shop. And that was another thing that was cool. We were talking about like radio studios earlier. Now that's another thing. Obviously, I'm in a different generation. So when you say, oh, I'm going to the record shop, meeting the people, and I'm like, we obviously I know that there's some record shops now, but obviously for some DJs they just go on YouTube and they just download the songs. I know that's not the best way to do it. Yeah. But if you're a starting out DJ, you know I did it. Of course. You know th- th- there might have been ten or fifteen tunes that I didn't buy that I went on YouTube and got. Like obviously I'm not trying to rat myself out, but for us DJs now it's it's a lot easier to get tunes in in my opinion oh a hundred percent you go onto itunes you have five pound you, you can easily buy like what almost five tunes yeah easy or you can even get an album if it's on a cheap and that's it i put a story up on my insta the other day and i was actually showing and someone actually mentioned and said do you remember how much we look how much we used to pay for tunes back in the day and i was like what's that what are you talking about but then when i looked at the, the vinyl it was two tracks you get a side and a b side so the original was on the one side and the remix was on the other side or acapella or however it worked out but each tune each record would have been eight pounds like or 7.99 and you think about it you're like oh yeah to get one tune i could get like two albums for that now yeah 100 percent. but then you're thinking to yourself like being a dj back then was there was less DJs because it did cost to be a DJ and you you couldn't just you know get a laptop get a controller because now you can get a laptop get a controller and you can give yourself a DJ name make an Instagram as long as you can press that sync button and drop it on point you're a DJ like it's a lot easier now it's much 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 easier but back then 
you, you couldn't do that. There's a stigma. There is. The stigma, which we were, we were speaking, speaking about, about before we started this pod. Yeah, we was. So if you guys are listening now, DJs or not DJs or artists or not artists, if you, are, if you would like us to tackle the stigma around sync and around vinyl, whether you play vinyl or whether you know how to mix on vinyl, let us know because we've got a lot to say could, about that. We have a lot to say. We have a lot to say. And it also would be interesting to get some other DJs who, you know, some think that you're not a real DJ if you haven't played on vinyl, but some that also think not. So it, let us know and we will definitely tackle that topic on one of the next podcasts. Fully, 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 fully. But we know that DJing is a lot easier to do now than it is back then yeah so back then it was like because obviously how much it, it cost so much the 1210s never changed in price they was there was a part of it was 350 per deck it was 350 that's 350 per for deck. anyone asking you can get yeah f- oh yeah 350 just in case you thought it was three pounds. <laughs> 50 is cheap no it's 350 sterling pounds is how much it costs and 1210s is ever just in case people don't know it was the originals you had your your 12 your 1200 was your silver um, um, techniques, and then you had your 12 tens with your grey ones, Mark Freeze. Every DJ had these. If you never had, it's like Pioneers now. If you never had them, you, you can't call yourself a proper DJ until you've got a pair of those. Yeah, that's another stigma brands. around DJ brands because a lot of DJs go, if you don't have a Pioneer controller, then you're not a real DJ. But then there's Tractor, there's Denon, there's there's Newmark, there's all of this that's thing. That's another one. That's another one. If you would Talk like Talk about us, brands and what's the best equipment. And also, let us know your topics as well. If you, want us, if you have a topic that you want us to address or to get someone on to speak about, let us know as well because we're very open. It's open format. Yeah. So... That's another stigma that we'll definitely talk about because every DJ had their come up, every DJ had their not so good controller, which is still good when they were coming up. But yeah. then now you're like, you have to start somewhere. You've got, you've got start CDJs. Somewhere. I used to have this controller and now I've got this. Like, what? So the DJing is a lot easier nowadays. We both agree on that. 100%. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think everyone would really, everyone should. Yeah, yeah. Really. Now going back, not mm-hmm. getting off track, going back into your story, you were doing clubs and you were doing like radio. What Was this just, was this pretty much the same for quite a while or for a few yeah. years or? It was, it was like that for, for a couple of years. And then I kind of took, I kind of detoured from DJing for a little bit and I started doing some other stuff and I kind of left it for a little while. So I took like about, about, I'd say about two, three year gap out, maybe four year gap out. Then I came back in and I remember when I came back in, luckily I was able to meet up with a friend that, that had a lot of connections with the people that I was still working with. So he was able to like put me back in nice and easy, which was, which was really, really good. But the game slightly changed a little bit around them times as to what DJs were doing, how people were getting bookings. Back then it was before it was like, you know, you get noticed on the radio and then you start getting bookings from there. But then the game started changing a bit more to you get booked. But then there was no Instagram. There was no, there was no Snapchat. There was no Twitter. There was no Facebook. So there was Facebook. So there was Facebook that there was, there was no Instagram. No, 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 no. But I think that now Instagram is probably the best way to find a DJ. If a DJ's got Instagram, then you know that you'll be able to find it. You'll be able to see everything. You're set. Yeah. So I can't imagine how hard it was to, to find your favorite DJ when there was no Instagram. So uh, I'm guessing fa- Facebook might have been the main thing. Facebook was the main thing. And then before Facebook, there was another one called MySpace. They were... Bro, that's that. Going back, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. 
I said MySpace, MySpace. You know? I remember when MySpace first came out. Sure. I, I couldn't use that for nothing, but you had to because that's what it was, that's where people were going. And then um, Facebook came out, and it was the same sort of thing. And as long as you was on there, you could search and do your stuff. So then, yeah. And then, and then this is where the game changed. And there will be a, a few DJs, DJs that will understand what I'm talking about with this as well. Is that now? It didn't become now about how talented you are as a DJ. It became about more of what tickets you could sell and how can you advertise? What can you bring to the party? And that changed it a lot for DJs. So it's more about what you bring. Yeah, than what you do. So then you could have a DJ that was talented, probably one of the best DJs you've known. But if he couldn't sell any tickets or if he couldn't advertise the party well enough, he won't get booked. But then there might be a guy that clangs all day long and doesn't know how to work a pair of Geminis, yet alone Newmark or doesn't even understand what Pioneer is. That's a Gemini. And then um, if but if he could sell tickets, he's getting a booking. So then it started changing as to how, as to what you had to do as a DJ. You had to be a good DJ. The approach. And you had to be able to do this sort of marketing, selling sort of like thing. And um, so then I obviously was using my Facebook and whatnot. But then I started a new one. And I started something else because I was on all these different flyers. And obviously advertising yourself was difficult when you've got like, you know, six or seven different flyers. So then I started something called Pac-Man. Shout out to everyone that ever remembers seeing Pac-Man distribution with the sweet in it and the CD. If you go in any of those packs, listen to the CD, <laughs> listen to who made it, you will hear one name. DJ247. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that was a company that we started. Another thing in them days, there was no mixed cloud. There was no sound cloud. So you had to sell CDs, innit? CDs. CDs. Jeez. CDs was the way forward. But it was good because she was giving someone. I, um, 30 seconds later they're, they're, they're playing it loud in their car and you can hear your mix as they're driving off so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good as soon as you gave it to people they straight away and then back then do you know what was big as well Blackberry Messenger at the time BBM. Blackberry Messenger BBM was the one that used to put your little code on the CDs and stuff and you would just be getting follows like, as you're working bloom, like new follower bloom, new follower new follower new follower someone who's just got your CD oh, your CD's banging and so it, it was good and then um, I started this thing called um, Pac-Man where I was able to put my CDs and flyers and whatnot and one of my friends joined joined, and he was like oh, I want to help you do this this looks cool and whatnot and I said alright come on then and when it became two people I changed it to Team Pack that's what as soon as I brought in a friend I turned it from Pac-Man to Team Pack and then I had um, about a year later we had about about seven or eight staff. We was out every weekend. We was doing it was yeah, it was a company. We had we was doing back to ninety five, exposure, fifty first state, a lost and found festival. We started getting to the festival market, we was doing houseware, we was doing free free eight, open abode, everything. When was so what sort of year was this? Was this more This was I think of the flyers. This is more coming closer now. This is more coming towards, um, this would have been about eight years from now. So we're looking at 2000 and 2012. So, so yeah. at this point, you've got this team pack distribution company yeah. and then, but you're still doing clubs, raves and all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Still doing, still doing that, still doing radio, still doing the whole, the whole package still doing. And then obviously, but these times now, Instagram's here. Twitter's here, everything's here. Now things are proper evolving. Now things are proper evolving. Now going back to when I was saying about the DJ game changed, and this is the thing about I'm going to keep going on about being able to adapt. So where I brought out this company, it became very easy for me to sell out events because I have a distribution company. I could advertise to over, you know, 3,000 people hand-to-hand every week. It wasn't 
a text or a call. It was people getting physical, physical items. And then we started promoting for those of other people. If you have a team, it's so much easier. It is, but it does get a bit technical because obviously you've got to pay people and there's a, there's a, it becomes yeah, 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 expensive yeah. because obviously people can't just work for free. Uh, when you first, first start, you have people that help you and whatever. But if you rely on help for too long, you can't grow a business through help. And if you're charging other people for a service, you've got to be able to deliver that service. So you have to start paying people. At that point, you're not just a DJ who's advertising himself. You're actually an owner of a business that's having that's having to pay people as well as do the DJing and the radio and the clubs and everything exactly, like that. Exactly. Must have been stressful a little bit. This is where after I think about it, it was about two years in there was one morning me and one of my business partners at the time we was outside the club and uh, it was about seven in the morning and we was doing this promoting thing and I remember we was like we was run down we was tired and don't get me wrong the business was good the money the grind yeah but the grind was heavy because i still had my daytime job where i was still working with young people i was doing uh dj djing sets radio nighttime promotion it was a lot and that's the same thing once again it's like the the gift and the curse of 247 and it just keeps on happening so back then i was I had so much on you've got two or three phones you, you and you have to because you've got to separate your lives you can't have all everything happening on, on one phone and i remember 100%. one day when we came home I remember we were sitting there, it was about nine in the morning and we're just sitting there and I was like, I don't know how long I can do this. Like, I don't know. And he said the same thing because, bro, I've been thinking about it for the last couple of weeks. I don't know like, how long we can do this. Like, we wasn't eating well. We wasn't looking good. Like, the, the sleep timetables was a mess because you're sleeping at nine in the morning and then she you got to wake up. As well as a full-time job. So, yeah. <laughs> so then I said, to, I said to him, all right, let's, let's give it a break for a couple of weeks. So we contacted all our people that we was um, doing for. We said, listen, we're going to give it a break for a couple of weeks of time. The team's burnt out and whatnot. Two weeks turned to two months. Two months turned to a year. From there, that's when I was like, oh, do you know what? Do you want to go back and do it? But just the thought of it, it was like, nah. But what was crazy is that after we, we stopped, it was after the three or four months afterwards. Everywhere I went, everywhere I went, someone would be like, "You're Pac-Man. You're Pac-Man. You had the best CDs. You got the, you got the pack." Any rave we went to, security, you didn't even, you know, when you don't even know the security, but I'm like, "Yeah, you're the pack people. Come, come, come to the front." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You was getting special treatment everywhere we went. You was making a name for yourself as Pac-Man. Yeah, a massive name. But sometimes when you're in something, you don't see it. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you're living, it, you can't see what the, the outside world is. My question is, did that take away from the DJing? Because if people knew you as Pac-Man, did that take away from DJ247? Because you're like, yes, I have the company, but I am DJ247. Yes, so it, how was that? It kind of did, you know. I remember there was a point when people would book me because they wanted the business so they would book 247 knowing that okay if we book 247 we'll get the we'll get inside the pack easier it will be easier for it to, to advertise and promote and it, and that's kind of how the business kind of worked as well like you couldn't just just jump in you had to have some sort of affiliate of, of some kind so it kind of oh yeah it yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. it did work for 247 but then what started happening which was at, at the time the idea when i first started it was that it would it was just an assistant for 247 to put something in a to advertise his flies it wasn't meant to become a business but then it, it became a business and started growing and then uh, that's where it must be hard when the business that's meant to be the small one overtakes the one that's meant to be the main one fully that did fully happen that happened easy i was known more as pac-man or the distribution guy than i was for 247 even though everyone knew 247 because his cds was in all the packs like so we was distributing those numbers at yeah. stupid rates 
And there was a point where every car, every rave you went to, I could guarantee I was in almost every single car. If there was traffic outside of a rave, there was 50 cars. I'm like, at least 30 or 40 of these cars have a 247 CD in there. That was one thing that was like wicked. That was big, like that. That must have been big as well. Like, that was big. It definitely must have been yeah, hard for you to have definitely. people to be getting. Ah, oh, you're the distributor guy. Like you, you're the one selling all the CDs. But then you're like, yeah, but I'm also the one that's on the CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been. It must have been a bit of a struggle. Yeah, it, it was. It was. You're it still was. here. You're still loving it. You're still doing it. Yeah, man, still doing it. So this is 2012 times. As yep. the years are going on, the 2013, 2014, 2015, was you just focused on DJing? You sort of gave up the distribution, uh, didn't you? Yeah, I left the distribution behind. It, it was difficult to run and manage, and I was doing less DJing. I became like a business yeah. person. I was going to meetings, scheduling, and stuff like that. And that's not why I started it. So then, yeah, left that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then went back to just doing like normal raves, festivals, parties. DJing stuff like really which was good as well yeah yeah that was like my my main thing and then the next big project that i did after that we was doing raves there was one rave we was doing called the code i came up with an idea <laughs> that was ahead of its time it was a, a, a rave called the code how it worked when you came you bought a code this was before codes and stuff was big oh like gift cards and stuff like that i had an idea and i was just just using twitter and hashtags that's how i made it and i was like it's called the code um when you want to buy a ticket you don't phone you have to have a twitter account i know it, it was mad it was crazy like you if you never had a twitter account revolutionary yeah, if, you, if you never had a twitter <laughs> account you can't you can't come like you won't get a code you have to have twitter wait so let me get this straight so there's a rave yep. but you have to have a twitter account to get a code to yes. get into the rave and i remember some people's like oh, and it was mad because a lot of people never had twitter like our type of the raven crew never had twitter but i was like if you want to do it it's a twitter thing what was wicked is how much people started twitter so when you get a request yeah. and they wanted a code you look and the reason that we did that is because i wanted to pick who i who came to the party people didn't know this i wanted to pick who comes to the party <laughs> so smart. when they would we would scan them and look and see and be like do we want this kind of person in the party let's look at their friends let's look, let's look at the people so we could tailor that's cheeky though it was cheeky but I, that's that this is where cheeky. my mind was at because there were some parties that you would go to and there'll be unsavory characters there which would make it difficult for my audience so if i was to um, invite a bunch you know a couple birthday bookings to a party and there was unsavory characters to put it this way you didn't want to have any troublemakers i'm guessing you just wanted to have people that wanted to party well yeah you want you know what sort of clientele is your target audience and that's what you'd yeah. kind of go that's what you'd be kind of going for not to say that we would be turning people away and that was luckily that actually never happened there was no one that we actually vetted and said oh, they don't really fit the description everyone sort of fitted it because i think of the sort of mindset once as soon as you told people twitter there were some people that like, i ain't doing that and i'm like we're, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't we don't need you there but it'll be some, some people that's like they felt like it was an exclusive party like well i'm guess that must make you think that people that don't have twitter and they're actually making twitter just to get this call mm -hmm. just to get to your event dedicated they're the that's, ones that yeah they're like proper proper followers like so you'll look after them so anyone that come to that um come to the code night we used to look after them make sure they had if there's anything that we could give for free or any sponsor that we had involved would make sure all the guests get something because we're like you are like proper this podcast is not sponsored by the way but if you are a brand you would like to sponsor us please us get in touch with one of us and we can make something happen <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so came up with some yep, concepts yep, yep. which sounds very very interesting it was really good and do you know another thing what was good about it as well thought about everything i didn't want to hire a photographer so i ran the club i remember saying you are the photographer that's how it worked when you come in you're the photographer any pictures you take off the night 
hashtag the code. Part. But that's smart. It was so smart, right? Because at the end of the night, we would go to the hashtag myself. You just go to Twitter and you just scroll Yeah, like... and look at all the pictures. And I can see all the pictures of the night. And I was like, look, I, I don't even need a photographer. With the idea, I cut out so much middle people. No photographer. No ticket distributor. And he saved the money. Bro. Saved money. No this, no that, no Skiddle, no Ticketmaster. None of those, none of those, none of those. And we just used Twitter. It was one place. It was an amazing night. Even when I look at it, and I remember when I was talking to my mate, and he even said one time, bro, you've always been, like, your two, your your ideas are not... Ahead of the game, man. They're not, yeah. When they take off three years later, when you're like, oh, if that's not working, you leave it. Then later on, everyone's doing codes, and everyone's doing this, and everyone's doing that. And you're like, what the... But it's cool. It's all good. So just for people that didn't know, you play house and garage. Mainly, yes, mainly now. I used to play a lot of everything before, but mainly now is house. And you play, courtesy of a certain DJ Bradshaw, you play a lot more of drum and bass as well. Yes, if it wasn't for you, Brad, you hooked me up nicely. Again, we can get into that another time. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. Two for seven pop up. The fitness enthusiast who now wants to be a fitness DJ. Yes. How did um how did that start? So funnily enough, before I, I bought a pop up, a mobile setup DJ unit. The reason why I wanted that because I wanted freedom to DJ wherever I want, whenever I want. That was the idea. Uh, two for seven pop up because I'm two for seven and I got a pop up. DJ setup. That was the basic. Because you were just popping up in random places. I was popping up in Leicester Square, Parks, Camden Town, Holloway did, Road, uh, uh, did South Bank. Birmingham anywhere. one time. Birmingham, Manchester. We done like a we done like a little mini tour, and we <laughs> was just literally going from <laughs> city right. to city, doing an hour set there, then jumping the car again, zoom, do another hour set there, then zoom, just traveling around. We, we was going everywhere. That's where Tips and Pop Up started. And then you decided to twist it into fitness DJing as well yes and that was more was because smart. like I was very smart because I was on a fitness journey myself at the time and when I was going to gyms and just doing my normal fitness I'll be inside the gyms and I'm listening to the music they got playing and I'm like this music's pants like you can't come yeah. to a gym you can't go anywhere high energy and play a ballad everybody loves Adele but Adele will not help you do your 16 reps she will not help you get she'll to make it. you cry bro yeah she'll, she'll put you in an emotional wreck she'll have you calling your ex all this kind of all, all this kind of stuff and that's not calling the ex, you know? that's not the energy that we need in the gym and i remember yeah. i went to a gym that i go to and i was like have you ever thought about having a dj in here and she's like ah oh, like yeah but we don't know nobody i said I, well i've got a pop-up sound so i can well <laughs> i can come and do everything that's needed you haven't got obviously you've not got decks and your speakers are made for a class they're not made for like a club environment one of the first ones was with patrick Sinclair. Sinfit? Fight Club. Sinfit. But yeah, that brand that you're wearing there, he was one of the first ones. Big up Sinfit, such a wicked company. Big up Sinfit, man. Wicked. Not company. sponsored, but Danny, Patrick. But Sinfit, if you feel, can they give us a shout? If you would like to sponsor a podcast, I'm definitely going to try and get you on the podcast at some point because what you're doing is mental. Yeah, Sinfit merch, wicked. So you told me that you went to his Fight Club class. Yeah, so because obviously I'm, like I said, I was doing the, the fitness stuff, so I was just in his class, you know, well, still to this day, I still would say he's one of the best PTs. Wicked instructor, absolutely amazing wicked instructor wicked energy wicked mc as all well. of that is the literally triple threat package you know what i mean the full yeah, package, yeah yeah full package so i mean in his class in his class and then i remember he you know he's playing drum and bass and stuff so i'm like i'm not really a drum and bass dj but i'm a dj for, first you're and foremost. definitely a drum and bass enthusiast though <laughs> oh yeah fully i'll play a rhythm you're like oh yeah a hundred percent because drum and bass is from before oh this is another this is another podcast about the way before <laughs> we was even talking about everything we spoke about if we talk about drum and bass is when i was nine years old my next neighbor taught me but anyway so um i said to him like i want to come and dj his, his fitness class and he was like yeah man like say no more i was like yeah man i was trying to try and bring a bit of different energy a bit of this plus i've messaged the gym and i've started you know hitting up a few people but yeah it was patrick's 
one. And then after I've done... For him, if you can get with someone like Patrick Sinclair, or a brand like Sinfit, who, when you think of it in London when you think of uh, fitness and drum and bass workouts and hit workouts and PTs and stuff, he is one of the go-to guys. Definitely. If you can get a set at one of his classes, then you will be exposed to a lot of people. To a lot of people, a lot of people. And he's got a wicked following. Like the people that come to his classes, some of the nicest people that I've ever met. I've even got some friends from there now. Like we motivate each other on, on groups on WhatsApp. You still do his, obviously I know not in lockdown, but you still go to his classes. Yeah, you? still go to his classes. Still just go for my own my own fitness. So that's where the 247 pop-up fitness started started there yeah and that was last year november or october but yeah late late last year so 247's been on this massive journey and then he link up with uh, the one and only synfit mm-hmm. and does one of their fitness classes so then me i had been doing a lot of fitness stuff with other people i'm just gonna big up ross rm fitness ross matthew that guy is my guy 100%. He's a wicked fitness instructor. He's a he's an all-around beautiful, nice guy, but also he he's very supportive of like young mm-hmm, talent. Mm-hmm. So him, I'd got to know Patrick through the fitness stuff or stuff like that. So I knew exactly who he was. And as I said earlier, at that moment in time, I was thinking if I can get to one of Patrick's classes, then I know that I'm getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. So then I saw his video and I was like, oh, this is this is drum and bass DJ. That that's wicked. But then my thing is because I'd been DJ and drum and bass for a while now and I was thinking right he's playing some really interesting mm-hmm. tunes that I'd never normally hear mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then Patrick approached me not long after you played at the just a normal class and he said to me he's like yo I'm doing a Christmas party fitness event do you want to do a two-hour set and I was like yeah wicked man like I'll come down to Croydon because obviously I'm North London so for me coming down to Croydon I had to speak to my team we worked it out and I was like yeah man I'm up for it in my head I'm thinking that's Patrick that's like top yeah, top yeah, yeah. so then I'd spoken to him and then we got to a few weeks before and then he messaged me and he's like the set times have changed and I was like okay then so he's like you're just gonna do an hour set and then I've got a DJ who did a set for me before some guy called DJ 247 he's gonna do the set before you and I was like oh okay then I'm always looking to reach out and branch out and work with new DJs. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, right, this guy, all right. So then I looked at your DJ 247 page and I was like, this guy's in like parks and stuff like that. Like this guy is is, is crazy. He's doing time next thing. But he brings the energy, mm. which is something that I was very interested in. Mm-hmm. So then it's getting closer and closer and me and you had exchanged a few Insta DMs. I sort of said, yo, it's Bradshaw. I'm going to be doing the set after you at the event. Da, 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 da. The event's on the Thursday. It gets to the Thursday. See, I had school. So I went to school. I got home. Me and my mum left because it was like an hour and a half to get there. Mm-hmm. So we'd left. I was on the way and I'd start seeing the live videos um, of like the set. And I was like, right, this is going to be a vibe. So I get there. You're doing your set. And then I was like, okay, so he's, he's playing some interesting tunes. So then I get up, I pull out my decks, I pull out my laptop, my laptop stand, da, 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 um, using your table. <laughs> Blessings for that. Because, <laughs> you know, there could have been a, a few DJs that just been like, no, I'll get your own table. And I was like, um, I didn't bring a table. Actually, I did bring a table, but I was like, let me go in first and see, see what's going on. Table, yeah, 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 instead of bringing in all the extra, extra, extra luggage. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I said to him, I said to 247, I was like, I guess I have to beat your set then. Yeah. And I was just saying out of a joke, but part of me was like, I can't let this guy come in my stomping ground and take over the place. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he came back with, oh, well, many people have tried, but they often yeah, many fall. Tried. They don't manage to do it. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go, innit? So then 
I'm guessing at this point, I don't know if you'd looked through my Instagram or stuff like that, but I play my set and then big up the Norbury crew because you guys are wicked. Like the energy was vibes. It was hot. It was like, it was dark. It was lights, everything. Yeah, yeah, it was popping. So then afterwards, there was like patties and there was some drinks and stuff. So then I was like, all right, let, let me uh, let me chat to him. So I was like, do you want to do a little back-to-back um, garage set using my controller and my tunes? But then we ended up playing like Candy and then we played Soulcore and all that. So then tell the people what your reaction was. <laughs> yeah, first of all, first of all, let me finish what you were saying. So when I said many have tried and <laughs> everybody failed. I have to, I'll put my hand up for sense of conquer because I'm not someone to be shy or not to the line of thing. Of course, friendly competition, man. Your sick killed my set. And that's the <laughs> first, and Adam, that's the first time in all my DJing years ever, ever someone's done that. The other yeah, yeah, DJs, I would never say that to be like, if anyone's like, oh, but I was before you. But any other DJ, they would know if you're after 247, you'll be stressed. To all these people that are going to be in the comments, or there might not be anyone, but they're just going to be like, oh, because Bradshaw's been playing drum and bass a lot longer, da, 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 da. but yeah, for me, I didn't know him, he didn't know It's just two me. DJs. We, we, we wasn't on levels like that. So, for, for all I knew, he could have had this mad selection mm-hmm. of tunes and just and only played a few bangers. Like, I didn't know. I only knew mm-hmm. that I had to bring out what I was going to bring out. And there was a few tunes that you play DJ yeah, has yeah, yeah. don't roll. That dun, 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 that Definitely tune, banger. Which is a banger. I was like, so I can't play that tune then, innit? All right. <laughs> just going for your playlist. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, then I just, I'll just pick a different tune. Like, for me, I'm like, no stress. Mm-hmm. So then after you played your set, I was thinking, I, I was actually nervous, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. it was the first time doing a Synfit event, but also there was a DJ that went on before me. So in yeah. my head, I'm trying to think, I need to beat this guy's set. And you then for, to, you yeah. to say, for you to say many have tried, I was like, oh, wow. So then I did my set and we were speaking afterwards. And then your, your reaction, it was just... Yeah, I was like, because obviously, yeah, you've done the drum and bass <laughs> set. And obviously I'm there and I, I'm, I'm obviously filming it because I've got the pop-up Instagram. I'm putting content on there. Fix all the footage, by the way. Yeah, oh, bro, <laughs> you, no, but you was... Done in the place, bruv. Like, you was <laughs> done in the place. And I was like... Blessings. Yeah! And I remember saying, oh, was this guy? Oh, what's this guy? Yeah, 15, you know. Yeah, 15 <laughs> is done in the place. And then afterwards, like you're saying, like after one, they had the drinks and the food, and afterwards, you was playing all multi-genre, and you was mixing... Played so car, I think I played so R&B. Car, R&B, I played, Bashment. Like... You was playing Funky House, Party Hard, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so he really knows what he's doing. He's not just a one genre man he, he's a dj like he's a dj he plays music and he knows exactly what he's doing for that i have to give big props to like my family mm. my sister my, my dad's a, like a soul and rare groove guy so i now love soul like lisa stands filled loose ends all yeah, of them yeah, sort yeah. of things i get mm. from him so the bash went from my sister the soul well yeah it him, makes sense it makes sense being in and around everywhere and it's and, mad even like doing this podcast like i've learned a lot about you just like when you was talking about your sister and yeah man. the bashment influence and the friday and the post and it does make <laughs> sense like, with your dad and even like with your dad's food and everything else like it all it yeah. all makes sense why you're how you are today Let's move past that night. The yep. night afterwards, I actually got a booking while I was doing the set. Yeah. So my mom came to me with her phone. She was like, they're asking if you can do a, um, their DJ pulled out. Can you do a set tomorrow? And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever. I'll do it. So then the Friday comes. I had an event, a uh, triple trouble, an event on the Saturday. 
So there was three instructors in a fitness class and it was just me. So then I'd been speaking to Ross, who I spoke about earlier, speaking to him about doing a back-to-back with another DJ. But the only thing was, which DJ were we going to find? So then I was thinking, I was like, this 247 guy from the other day, let me DM him and see if he's about on Saturday Mm -hmm. because we could blow it up. Yeah. Which we did. (laughs) We did, we did, we did. So I do my party on a Friday after I've finished like two in the morning, I think, I wake up at like nine, get to Forest Gate. So I get there, I'm, I'm with my dad and I'm setting up and then you call me and it's like 15 minutes before the set starts and then you were bringing like your table and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. managed, I turned all my stuff on. I had a small table. I was like, if this guy don't make it, I'm going to have to start without him. Like I was prepared. Mm-hmm. So then you came in and I was like, yo, what are you saying? Again, we still hadn't spoken much at this point. Mm-hmm. And the tunes. The tunes, bruv. I gave, I had a hard drive of like a backlog of tunes that I didn't really use much, but I knew there was bangers of drum and bass in there. And I said to, I said to 247, I said, listen, if I give you these tunes, I can give you some guidance because I've been, again, and, and it wasn't any like, ego stuff it was genuine help i said i've been doing yeah no, of course i've been doing this fitness like drum and bass thing for quite a while so i was like let me just give you the tunes and i'm very much like that i'll just give you some tunes to sort of help you as well mm-hmm. so then i was giving you some guidance of what tunes to play during the class and then we absolutely smashed it that's probably the best back-to-back set i've done ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the vibe it was an hour and a half class and we absolutely smashed it yeah definitely and then after that, I was like, this guy. So then I learned more about what he was doing. He learned about what I've been doing. And then pretty much since then, we've just been working together, you know. Yeah, on certain little things. Very soon, I should be one of the DJs for 247 Pop-Up. So I'll be bringing 247 Pop-Up to North London. North London, definitely. definitely. Yeah, so definitely plans. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot going on. I've been getting some good little sounds about what's happening with the lockdown. And apparently end of this month quite a few things are going to be lifted so we're really hoping hopefully prayers 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 fingers crossed. crossed we're really hoping for summertime because the plans that are in for summer summertime oh there is plans. gosh with the the pop-ups 100%. we are the way we're gonna take anyway i don't want to talk i'd rather the people that are watching so you'll see us at some park doing something I'm telling you, that's for sure. And, and another regular. thing I want to mention as well, regular, yeah, 100%. Another thing I want to say as well, I want to share, is that in the DJ world, people will know, when you get tunes or you get exclusive or you get anything, DJs don't share. So one thing I have to big up you for, Bradshaw, is when you did share, even though it was your old archive or whatever, it's still tunes. And one thing I've realised is that out of all the DJ friends that I have, very few of them share music. And Just to clarify, it wasn't like one or two, years, or 300 tunes that I had. It was a 300 crate. Yeah, it was a huge crate. So we did like three or two tunes. So two on, two off because we were back to back. So then I started and then he was still transferring the tunes into record box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it could have gone really badly, but we were thankful yeah, that was, you was... got all the tunes and the set was absolutely amazing, which also I have to give big props to you because you came with with not that much experience with brand new tunes and you smashed it. So Still, you know, like don't even know what you're playing. Just... Just <laughs> for Ross right, as well. Cool. Ross was like, bro, you better not be bringing me no, no, no rubbish DJ. And I was like, bro, I'm not. No cowboy. But in my head, I'm thinking, I've only seen this guy do one drummer bass event and I'm about to give him a bunch of new tunes. Like, it could have gone <laughs> very wrong. 
It could have gone left. It could have gone left. It could have gone left. There's plans for the future. So again, watch this space. My Instagram, his Instagram, Mm -hmm. the pop-up Instagram. Obviously, we're now doing this podcast. We're aiming to get some guests. We're aiming to get new people, um, new people to join. uh, Possibly another host. uh, PTs, instructors, DJs. Listen, we're trying to take this thing places. Yeah, man. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot in here. We're going to be really talking about a lot of the things that we're doing. And another thing that we do want to do as well is give help or guidance to anyone there. So that when you've got any questions or anything that we're talking about, make sure you throw them in the comments, man. We would love to hear what you guys think. And love to hear what you guys want to do. This podcast is meant to be, as much as it's for everyday people to listen to and to enjoy, we're also making it for any new DJs. Because we've been in the same boat, me more recently. We're doing it for new mm-hmm. DJs, for experiences. We're going to talk about a lot of experiences, obviously DJs, instructors with different experiences. Yeah. We're trying to do the lot. Any advice you want, anything, any topics you want us to talk about, let us know. DM us, put it in the comment and we will make sure that we talk about things like this. Definitely. Definitely. want to hear what you guys think. My story. I used to DJ with an iPad and the DJ app. First of all, what made you want to DJ? What is it before you got the DJ app? What is it that made you? My uncle, DJ SB, plays on Rhythm pure rhythm radio every as a show on there every sunday i think it is the best soul dj i know yes possibly a little bit biased but i, I look up to him dj simple simon part of gal okay. flex that's okay. my cousin i'd followed him a lot and looked up to him people like dj milk tray uh, sweet yeah. boys and because they all knew my cousin so whenever i went to a party and i spoke to a dj i went oh yeah. did you know dj simple simon and they're like yeah so i, I met dj milk tray I had no idea who he was. And I said, do you know DJ Simple Simon? He's like, yeah, I was on the phone to him on the way here. I was like, that's my cousin. <laughs> like, my cousin, Margaret Dredd, Tashan, mm-hmm. such a, a wicked DJ. He's definitely one of the okay. best multi-genre DJs I know. So you've got a lot of it, like you've got a lot of music DJs in the it's family. It's in the family. There's, my whole family are music lovers anyway. And a lot of different mm-hmm. influences. Mm-hmm. At any parties, even, not, not necessarily family parties, but any parties that I was at, I was always next to the DJ booth. And still to this day, I'm, I won't, I might not be DJing a party, but I'll always be speaking mm-hmm, to the DJ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like a ritual. I don't know where it came from, but I was always next to the DJ. Always. Okay, before he was DJ. Before yeah, I was yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People might not know this, but I play instruments. I can play guitar. I can sing. I can play the piano. I can play the drums. So I was always next to the DJ talking about it. Hold on. What did you say? You can sing. Yeah, big man. Nah, nah, nah. <clears throat> you just had to just slip by that like it was nothing. Yeah. Did you say that you can sing, man? Do you know what? I'll let you off for this podcast, but one of these podcasts here, you're going to be busting out some vocals. L- little vocals here and there. Like, man, you know. <laughs> let me just put this out there. Winter Productions, Raven, I hope you're listening to this. Potentially going to do some vocals for Winter Productions. Mm. Now, she makes the wickedest tracks, and I, I do have plans to try and get her on a podcast as well, because she's young. She's doing okay. production from her bedroom. So, Winter Productions for her. So, watch this space. Oh, okay, okay. We'll look out for that. So yeah, music is mm-hmm. me, pretty much. You know, I've done things like play the guitar in concerts. Da, 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 da. I used to do performing arts. Like, I bet you never knew this. I was Simba in The Lion King. <laughs> no I way. was, you know. So I used to be um, part of a performing arts group from young, from uh, called I Dance, Big Up Angela. Um, and yeah, I, was, I had the lead role in The Lion King. No way. That was an experience. I had to learn all the songs. How old is you then? Jesus, I was probably eight. Nine. I had to sing all the songs, I had to do all the acting, learn all the lines, everything. Yeah. I've done a lot of that sort of stuff. So I've always been around music, performing arts. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, so when I started DJing, it was my dad's iPad. And if any of you listening to this podcast, I want a big shout out to Holly Maria because she recently picked up the same app on her iPad and she's going to start DJing. DJ AY, trust DJ AY, so, DJ, okay, cool. So I got the pro version, which was $14.99. And without realizing, I paid for it on my dad's account. Nothing. We'd been in a lot of things at Fight Club, big up Fight Club. I was into drum and bass at that point. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much knew Incredible, Sweet Love, Nutter. So some of the like the jungly tunes and I just started mixing them together using Spotify. So would you and would then, you quickly just put just to pause you there? Would you recommend that for like a someone who's got no equipment but wants to DJ? Would you recommend that app to them? one hundred percent. I know now you can you can use the app and you can use the the DDJ four hundred or two hundred. Yeah, I've so seen the, it. Yeah, the little controller. The controller yeah. which you can use with that. But if you've got an iPad, you want to get into DJ and you want to see what it's about, but you don't want to go spending three hundred pound on a controller straight away. The DJ app, very much mm. recommended. You know, you learn about mixing and stuff like that. But also, you can watch tutorials on the DJ app. Okay. Um, on YouTube. Okay. So if you want to learn how to do something on the app, you just press a tutorial and it'll take it to YouTube where you can then watch the clip and boom. Well, if you, if you search on YouTube DJ or DJ Pro, okay, um, the app will come up and you can just watch like step one, step two, like, like stuff like that. So I highly recommend okay. it because okay. that's cool. how I got into it. So I did that. I was I was using two guitar amps as, as speakers because I didn't really know what speakers was <laughs> yeah. in days. And then it was Christmas and I got the Newmark Party Mix, which is the controller which has the lights in the oh, back. Is that the one from Argos? Yeah. Oh my lord. $89.99 or something like that. So I got the party mix and I got a laptop which had a, with a keyboard that you could take off. So I was using that. I started downloading songs from, from YouTube, really. Straight, come on. And I did my first party with some stereo speakers. Uh, I showed you the picture <laughs> the other day. But yeah, some stereo speakers and you can actually see like the, you know, the thin red yeah, and white wires. Yeah. Oh, wow. You can see that coming out into the box and everything. And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that and it was 13th or 14th birthday party. At the time, what was your DJ name? So I think <laughs> at that point it was DJ Mad Beats. There was this SoundCloud thing. It was like the first initial of your first name and then the first initial of your second name is going to be your DJ name. So mm-hmm. that came to DJ Master Beats. It's like the, the master of the beats. Da, 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 da. But there were some interesting connotations with that sort of word, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Then I changed it to DJ Mad Beats, which I, I rode okay. with that for a solid year. But mm-hmm. then I was having a conversation with my sister Chloe and I decided I wanted to keep it within the family because all the DJs in my family, they never really had our second name. So then I was like, why not? So that's where DJ Bradshaw came in mm-hmm. and then did loads of Facebook lives, really playing tunes for like 10 minutes. Yeah, people yeah, were yeah. getting to know me, but people knew me as the, as, as the boy that was singing and playing the guitar rather than the guy that was DJing. Yeah, yeah, doing the music, and it? Then the DJing. Yeah, of course, of course. Sort of, of like course. you, just grinding, grinding, grinding. Um, I used to record mixes that, obviously, we knew a lot of fitness instructors through my mum. I used to be backstage, like, <laughs> I've got this one memory. It was a Super Saturday or event in David Lloyd's in Heston. They were doing a Fight Club class, and Jumping Jack Frost was doing a set. Okay, big DJ. Yeah, big mm. DJ. Like, big One DJ. of the founders yeah, yeah, yeah. of V-Recordings, like. Yeah, of course. And I had this horn that I'd somebody giving me and i used to be like raving it up like not knowing what any of these tunes were but i just liked the atmosphere yeah, yeah. i was like behind him and i remember they were like yo can you just go to the other side because you're like you're blowing the horn when he's trying to dj pretty much just went over my head i just went to the other side of the stage but now if i was djing an event and someone's blowing the horn right behind my head i'm gonna be like hey bro <laughs> hey what are you doing come on 
So I completely understand yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah. And that's one of my fondest memories because I actually remember having no idea what they were talking about, but just being told to go over that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's things like that. Big up Daniel Duckett, man like MC Meat, he'll get the joke. Big up Chrissy Harper because 2018 was a big year for DJ Bradshaw because people at school started to, like teachers started to know and get into what I was doing. So Mm -hmm. on my 14th birthday, yeah, I got my DDJ SB3, which is the controller I have now. Um, and I was like, right, I've got pioneers. Like, I- I'm sick. Yeah, I've, I've made it. I got a new laptop as well. On the Saturday, I was DJing a party. On the Sunday, we was going to a party that I was go- that was around all the DJs. And then the next week after that, I was DJing a boat party and a gala. Nothing. And doing sound tech. So my school had this project called Erasmus, where a bunch of schools from around the world hosted people throughout the years. Okay. And then the finale was London. Mm-hmm. So then the MFO teacher at my school came to me and he was like, I need you to DJ. We spoke to my, like, my parents and my team. And then we were like, all right. So I got a hundred pounds in Amazon vouchers because they couldn't pay me money. That's, a, that's still what good, I did bro. is I just gave my dad the hundred pounds of Amazon vouchers and he gave me a hundred pounds. It, it was sweet. Smart. Winning, um, winner, so then chicken dinner. On, exactly. So, and then that was one of them. And I was like, this is definitely what i want to do yeah okay yeah to have a packed dance floor from eight till half eleven <laughs> they had to lock mm-hmm. it off because i was like listen i'll carry on until you pull the plug i'll carry on playing for these people so i did that and then that was when a few of my friends were like wow you're like a really good dj and i was like, like yeah, yeah you're last you're serious it's, mm-hmm. it's what I want to do. That happened. I did a few Fight Club classes. So big up Dawny FK, Dawn uh, Massop in Chinkford. Uh, she pretty much gave me one of my first shots at Fight Club classes. And then people like Chrissy and stuff, you know, just fast forward to now. I've got like 20 people on a mailing list that I, that I personalize monthly mixes for. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty much just living my dream. Yeah, really. no, but, but Brad, you're, you're, you're doing... There's definitely plans for the future, of oh, course. Of course. at the 100%. moment, it's not just fitness as well. Um, I've done New Year and Christmas and Halloween for the same people two years running. One really big thing last year, I DJed Friday night and Saturday night for four weeks in a row. Because I knew that was going to be a real test for me. And that was when we first met mm-hmm. as well. And that was really like for me it was working logistics of things right i'm gonna leave my equipment here i'm gonna pick it up here because i'm still rolling with either my mum or dad because mm-hmm. i'm still 15 isn't yeah, it? of course so you know working out logistics working out pricing and then getting to the place doing it packing Setting up, up getting it already doing it right as well it still was getting there late hours and then i'm back the next night yeah so it's just i'm blessed to have a very good relationship with the venue so i could leave my stuff there yeah pretty much i'm just doing a lot of fitness events you know i'm trying to get big in the fitness djing again just big up everyone that's booked me everyone that's been like yo dj Bradshaw," and, and there's a lot of people i know that go to like loads of different fitness instructors like fitness classes and stuff and now each of their instructors are using a dj bradshaw mix that's the one then they're following me and they're like go on dj bradshaw like man um, and that's why i just want to give big big braps to faye edwards at phase underscore fitness on instagram she's stuck by me for a lot for a long time and she's always said that bro adam you've got a talent Mm -hmm. and she's always always come back to me ross as well chrissy all i can i feel blessed to be in in, to where i am yeah definitely definitely especially at the moment like i could be doing a lot of different things like a lot of my friends are doing different things whereas I'm out here doing, like, living my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, very, very thankful for everyone that's supported me, whether it's just listening to a mix or liking a mix or something like that. And I'm blessed to meet people like you Mm -hmm. because you've very much said, bro, let's do this Mm -hmm, thing, innit? mm -hmm.
speaking to you at one o'clock in the morning a few weeks back and I said, bro, I want to do a podcast. And you were like, I mean, and and now we're here. This episode wasn't meant to be this long. I think this will be a good episode, Bradshaw. For new details. No, no. I think this episode will blow last. When we're far in and people are like, who are those guys? It will be, listen to episode one and it will teach you everything. In the long run, our plan is to talk about different topics each week, not just to talk what we do. If there's new updates and stuff like that, of course we're going to... Then, yeah, we'll keep you updated with what we're doing. We have plans on what we want to do in the coming episodes. So if you are a DJ or if you know a DJ or an artist that would be interested in talking, telling their story, let us know. Yeah, man, we're open. I've got a few DJs in mind and a few artists and stuff that I told you, like Winter Productions, I definitely want to get Raven on here to speak. Mm-hmm. DJ Simply E, oh, this guy, man, I... This guy is a, such a legend. Yeah, I can't wait to him because you, you've, I've heard so much about him. I can't <laughs> I wait until so he's here. much about him, you know. Yeah, I can't wait until he's here. Hopefully, he can join us on one podcast. If you've got any instructors or PTs that you want to talk to, if, if you can link it, then we'll happily get them on the podcast. We're very much open on this podcast. Any topics that you want us to speak about, let us know. That's up in the comment section. Exactly. I think we're done, you know. Yeah, man, I think that's a wrap, man. That was a good stretch. That was wicked, yeah. man. Firstly, I just want to say thank you to DJ247. Big blessings, my brother. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, man, it's been nice. It's been good. I can't wait for the next it's one. Been, it's been wicked, man. Big thank you for everyone that's uh, tuned in. Give us the feedback. Give us the support. If anyone shares any of my stuff on Instagram, I'm always quick to repost it. And same with 247 as well. Yeah, straight. Um, any topics, let us know in the comments section below. One young DJ and one fairly older Old DJ. DJ. <laughs> One young DJ, one old DJ. <laughs> one young DJ, the youngest in the mix, your boy DJ Bradshaw, along with the, the legend DJ 247. Yeah, man, always there to support. Our bro. plan is to go out to the regular person, but to also go out to DJs, artists, MCs, musicians, anyone in the music industry, pretty much. Yeah, anyone in, anyone in the game. Or yeah. even so, anyone that's got a story to tell, man. If you've got a story to tell, we're more than happy to hear. Oh, 100%. Because... We're not just about the music. We're not just about artists. Because what I think as well is that like, there's probably someone listening to this now that thinks, oh, maybe I should. You'll be surprised of what people can learn from your story or even what you can learn from telling your story yourself. So if there's something that you want to share or you're thinking about it, feel free to get in, get, get in contact where and come and share your story, man. 100%. I'll be happy to hear from someone else or even if we could teach something to someone or learn something for someone else. 247 does, he does like youth empowerment. Yeah, man, I've got a, a session I do. He's very much a listener. Definitely. So we can't stress it enough. If you have a story that you want to tell, that you want to get people to know, preach, man. I'm <laughs> preaching right now. Feel free, just... Preaching, preach, put a preach sign up. Like it, heart it. share it smash that like button smash that bell subscribe turn on the notifications so you can make sure you're involved with the next here's more than just a dj so if you guys hear that drop anywhere i made that one by the way they're gonna hear it they're gonna hear it that's a wrap for number one yeah man catch you again i've been the youngest in the mix your favorite multi-genre and fitness dj your boy dj bradshaw along with 247 more than just a dj peace peace